Christian podcast where we pray our sins away while singing a Hail Mary. Just kidding. <laughs> a podcast where we're going to be discussing anything and everything drag related starting from season 11. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Race Chaser, okay? Anyways, uh, I'm Albie and I'm just your average gay 20-year-old that is obsessed with drag queens. So, yeah, let's let's get into it. It's a very exciting time to be getting into Drag Race. Season 11 looks stunning. Like, so far, I'm, I'm very excited. Just finished watching episode one, and it did not disappoint. <laughs> The, it was a lot. <laughs> a lot of... a lot. <laughs> But anyway, so let's get started. The episode starts up with Miss Vanjie, Miss Vanjie, just walking backwards back into the workroom, and she looks incredible. She looked very, very, like, pretty. She was glowing and sparkling, and I was loving it. It was amazing. Uh, she was just being very quirky and funny and giving little, you know, sassy moments. Uh, the memes have started. They're gonna meme her ass. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was great. And she was like, oh, I'm just gonna hide to, you know, see what they say about me because I'm sure they're gonna talk about me. Wink, wink, producer, producer. <laughs> But anyways, uh, yeah, it was great. So... Second in line was Miss Nina West from New York City. She starts with a very, very bad pun that I'm not going to repeat. <laughs> But she she just walks in looking incredible as well. She's being very funny. She talks about how she won uh, Entertainer of the Year with her, like, Sia dress, where the dress starts, like, moving around, and Sia um, replicated it, and it just looks incredible. <laughs> she says one of her... <laughs> one of her like references and like idols are the Muppets and I died I was like okay I, I'm gonna like you <laughs> she's giving me like polished version of James Mansfield and I love James so uh, yeah I, I think she's gonna be great But, but yeah, next one up comes in was Miss Sugar Kane in this, like, purple dress thing. Like, I was living. I was like, oh, yeah, this this is cute. And she goes, oh, I'm 24. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, she looks not 24. But when she said, like, bitch, I'm actually 40, I died. I was like, oh, my God, I hope I look that good when I'm 40, you know? Like, he's definitely a Dilf, like, really, really cute. Uh, and very funny as well. I, I really loved it. Um, yeah, she starts talking to Nina, but, yeah, just catching up, I guess. But then next in line, my favorite, Plastic Tiara, in this gorgeous, like, uh, one piece. Oh, it was just uh, incredible with these, like, flowy things things on the sides and she speaks Vietnamese when she's walking in and uh, I was like am I using am I watching Drag Race Thailand all of a sudden like what is going on <laughs> but she was so good like she was uh, her hair like 
Oh my god, it literally looked like her actual scalp. Like I, 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 I my wig fell off. My wig got obliterated, honey. <laughs> <laughs> she she was incredible. She goes, oh, uh, I I just love her. Like her personality, I I feel like I can resonate with her. Like I can see her being shy but really funny as well. She says, uh, I can describe my drag with the three P's: polish, persistent, and pussy. And I died. I was cackling, very very funny. And then they talk about. Um, how young she is. She's only 21, like, literally recently turned 21. And I'm like, oh, God, like, I wouldn't be able to be her father, but I'm I'm older than her. And I was like, okay, like, work. <laughs> I always find it weird when, like, people that are younger than me are, like, that much more talented and successful. <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, like, go work. Like, she's definitely one of my favorites. Then, oh, I, I just couldn't stop laughing. Like, this was a great episode. <laughs> so, Mercedes Iman Diamond walks in, and she gives in that Xenia, the warrior princess, like, scream there. Oh, I can't do it, obviously, but, oh, I was, I was dying. And she was holding, like, just... <laughs> diamonds on her hand. I was like, oh my god. Like, her dress was okay, but uh, the whole thing was just very, very, very funny. <laughs> and then when they're talking about, like, oh, what's, oh, what's your name? She's like, oh, Mercedes, like, the car, you know, you'll never forget me. And Nina goes, well, more like a Buick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I I love this cast. I think they're all, all they're all amazing. Anyways, so next walks in Scarlet Envy, and literally, I wrote down a few notes about the episode, and I just wrote down, "What is this? Like, what was that?" I, I was very confused. I was intrigued. I, I didn't know if I like it or if I hated it. It was, it was a lot. I, uh, the makeup and the no breastplate, um, the color, like she looked paler than me and I'm the whitest you can get Jesus Christ it was everything oh my god the Venus hashtag Venus with a penis like that she should market that really uh, but yeah you can see her in the confessions room and honestly she's you can tell that she was um Pearl's drug daughter because they're quite similar like their mannerisms like do you need to be like high to be part of <laughs> pearl's drag house because they're very attractive twinks but jesus christ they they look like they took a volume before they go in to get interviewed they yeah i was i was living i was very happy so next in was miss honey davenport in this like b-shaped latex dress and I thought it was okay. I I wasn't like it looked a bit costumey to be honest. It looked a bit DIY. And I have said it before with Honey, I have this same feeling that maybe she's going to be a bit too costumey for me. But 
did. Hey, she was giving me a lot of attitude and she was being very funny and talking to Sugar. Apparently they know each other from New York and she probably already knows as well Nina because they're all from the same area. But, but yeah, and the other thing I just wrote down was that she looks incredible as a boy. Like, she's a very cute boy. Like, in, really cute. <laughs> but anyways, so they start talking, like, all of them and saying, like, oh, who do you think is going to be in here? Like, a typical thing that was probably instigated by a producer, like, hey, now that we have a few of you, who do you think is going to come back? And then they all started chanting, Banji, Banji. And then she just, like, <laughs> walks from behind them. It's like, y'all think you're funny, eh? It was, it was incredible. Like, honestly, if they don't win an Emmy for this season, uh, I, they, I, I, won't, I won't be happy. <laughs> they should present just this episode, nothing else, just this episode to see if they can win the Emmy, and I'm pretty sure they will. <laughs> but anyway, so next one in was Miss Akiria C. Davenport, looking stunning. Like, stunning, honey. Like, she was... Gorgeous. I adored what she was wearing. She was she was walking in and Banji just shout out like, Oh, you're that pageant girl. Didn't you win that contest, Miss Renaissance? <laughs> she was like, No, Miss Universe. Oh yeah, yeah, same thing, same thing. I, I yeah, honestly the the banter and chemistry between this cast is just impeccable. Like I, I can't fault it. I, I really, really, really enjoying it. But anyways, she walks in. Uh, the next one in, oh, my God. I I thought I was having a seizure. Like, I was like, okay, what's going on? Eviotly, like, they completely changed the little, like, background music for when she walks in. And she, you can see this little Hot Wheel car just carrying a string, like, of a boa or a piece of hair. And then her behind with the radio control. I was, I was dying. Like, I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't. It was so funny. She just goes, oh, uh, hey, queens, I hope you're ready for, because the race took an odd turn or something like that. Uh, and everyone was just like, what is this? Like, similar to Scarlet, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> but I, I really, really liked uh, her entrance look. I was like, okay, this is everything. But anyways, next in we have Miss Silky Nutmeg Ganache and just stomping up with, um, I wouldn't say it's the most flattering look, but oh God, was she bringing her personality. <laughs> crunch, crunch, munch, munch. I was like... <laughs> Oh, I, I I think people get annoyed because all these queens, like, because it's season 11, everybody has, like, a tagline and, like, a little, like, thing that they're going to be doing and pushing, like Monet did with the sponges and Monique did with the brown cow. But I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm just a sucker for all that kind of stupid shit because it just, it's silly. And that's what I like about Drag Race, just nonsensical stupidity that, you know, to an outsider is just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but anyway, Silky walks in and she's being very funny and she does the whole like attitude check, frick you, bitch, you know, like 
I I was like, okay, I get it. This is going to become the new Miss Vanjie thing of this season, which I'm, I guess, okay with. I'm not really that bothered by it. But anyways, so next one in was Miss Brooklyn Heights in this Canadian, like, little suit dress. And, oh, it was really pretty. I didn't really like the background music. I think it was the a weird version of the Canadian anthem. And I was like, okay. Uh, but, yeah, um, I don't know. I was like, okay, this is pretty. Similar to what Scarlett was saying in her interview. She was like, okay, you have a platinum wig. Woohoo. Well, I was I, I was a bit the same. I thought she looked incredible, but I wasn't like taken aback by it. But but yes, uh, Brooklyn though, as a boy, wow. Like you can tell he's been like a professional dancer for years. Like he looks incredible as a boy as well. So yeah, very happy with him as well. Anyways, uh, next one in was Miss Ariel Versace giving me Lizzie McGuire. This is what dreams are made of. Oh, my God. This dress was so funny. I used to watch Lizzie McGuire as a kid pretty much every day after school. And this was just so funny and so good. Plus, I really like that weird thing that she keeps on doing. The Yeah, like with that weird nasally voice similar to Alaska. I'm digging Ariel. I don't I don't know. She's being a bit bitchy, but I think she's gonna grow on me. I really, really like her. Uh but yeah, next one in was Miss Raja O'Hara. And oh my god, was this a bit of a mess. <laughs> I mean, out of all of the entrance looks, this was I would say the worst by far. Um the makeup was fine, and the actual newspaper dress was fine. I didn't really care for the nude illusion, uh, behind, like, under the dress, but the worst thing were those those earrings just popping off her freaking ears all the time. I was like, what are you doing? And Sugar Kane was literally saying what I was thinking. She was like, you're on national television. Staple that shit on your ear, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Mary? Oh, boy. Anyways, uh, so yeah, uh, Raja walks in, and the next one in was Kahana Montrees, or as <laughs> her new name, Kalonic Montrees. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, she looked pretty. She said that she had something about gambling and being from Vegas. And then they have the whole, like, oh, you're Coco's drag daughter. Well, I have you. you guess we have high expectations from you, even though Coco didn't go too far in her season. But anyways, the final one in was Miss Soju with this, like, kimono thing, which I I really cared for. Like, I enjoyed uh, the wig I could have changed, like, I thought she could have done something a bit more interesting than that Marilyn weird wig, but I love the nunchucks, and I love that little intro they gave her. I guess they were foreshadowing a bit with the amount of time they gave her, but, but yeah, I don't know, I, I liked her entrance, and they all start just chatting, and then Rue walks in, and oh my god, she announces that the first mini challenge is going to be a photo shoot challenge, which I've been missing so much. 
so much. The The best episodes are always the photo shoot challenges with Mike Ruiz. So I was just excited. I, I couldn't wait if they were going to dunk them in water again or do some crazy nonsense. Um, and they didn't really disappoint. <laughs> So they're in this, like, really hideous, like, hot pink set with a lot of, like, weird paraphernalia and this, like, background of winners and, and like, uh, these photos of past winners with a massive portrait of Rue in the wall. Uh, I, I, I mean, it was hideous, but I loved it. <laughs> and Scarlett walks in and she's getting ready to get her photo done and Rue goes, like, wait a minute, there's something missing or more like someone missing and oh my god in walks Raja season 3 winner I love her so much she's so charismatic and so funny and they start to like pose with each other and like Scarlett starts eating grapes <laughs> Rugo is like oh this is very method do you, do you want one Raja and Raja was like no that's why I want <laughs> oh Oh my god, I, I I loved it. I I thought it was really really great. <laughs> but anyway, so next one in was Josh walks in when I don't remember who was doing the photo. <laughs> oh, uh, Sugar Cane. Sugar Cane was going to take a photo, and out of the like sofa pops out Josh saying, "Hey, Josh!" And she looked stunning. Like, where was this? Like, where was this look in your All Star season? Like, she looked so good. But but yeah, uh, they took a photo and it looked okay. Uh, then was uh, Honey Davenport walked in to do her photo and Manila. Oh, I love Manila so much. Like I, I didn't start this podcast when All Stars Four was um, starting, but I I re fell in love with Manila. Like I already loved her in her season and in All Stars One, but oh, she's just such a pure soul. Like uh, she needs to be protected at all costs. Like, she was just really funny, giving this, like, Madonna look from her music video, the music one. Music, it's a DJ. <laughs> it, was, it was a great look, and they, t- and they took an okay photo. Anyways, then walks in Miss Vanjie, Miss Vanjie, and she has Farrah Moan as her, like, uh, Drag Race alumni. And uh, this was quite funny. Uh, she makes her, Farah just face the wall with her hands up, and she just stands in front of her. Farah's like, I don't know. I like that she's taking control, but I don't know if I'm going to be in the picture. And she's pretty much not. <laughs> but it, it, it was uh, great. I would have given Banji the win just for that, to be honest. But anyways, then we have Soju with pork chop. Um, and yeah, that was fine. I mean, I guess it was a bit of foreshadowing, I think. <laughs> like, oh, look, here's Soju with one of the first, well, the first eliminated queen ever. Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> it was weird, but but yeah, they take an okay photo. Uh, then walks in Mercedes Iman Diamond, and she has Delta work, which I was very excited to see again. I hadn't seen Delta in Drag Race for a while because now she does the hair of Rue, so it was quite exciting seeing her again. But anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just wrote yikes, like 
Rue was telling Mercedes, hey, you're directing this, so what do you want Delta to do? Oh, we're going to sit down. Okay, and what else? No, we're just sitting and posing, I guess. And Delta was like, I mean, Mercedes looks sickening, but what the hell? She's she's not doing the challenge. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, she wasn't going to win. She's in the bottom. <laughs> but, but yeah, so next one in, we have Evie Otley with Ador Delano. And wasn't this match made in heaven? Like, they were so perfect together. They were very, very funny. They start, like, um, playing with each other, like, saying, oh, why are you angry? Because there's not enough olives, and they're not even pitted. Oh, it was very, very, very good, very fun. I I enjoyed it. Uh, and then Silky uh, comes in and takes a picture with Mariah Balenciaga. Um, I thought this picture was okay. I was more intrigued in looking at Mar- Mariah because she looked stunning. She looked so good. And Silky's look was a bit... Uh-uh. But, um, but yeah, uh, next... We get and the Rue announces the winner, and it's Silky with Mariah, which I was a bit, you know, confused. But you know, whatever. It's a mini challenge, so does anyone really care apart from like the redditors who keep doing these like intricate statistic things to justify who should or shouldn't win? No one really cares about the mini challenges. They're just a fun gag thing they do. But anyway, Silky wins, so congrats to her. And then they come back to the workroom, and Rue says that they've lost all of their luggages, which everyone was like, what the fuck, not another, like, dollar store challenge, please. <laughs> but but no, he says that previous alumni have lended their baggages uh, with a Apparently, like, really weird, like, just rolls of cloth, mm, question mark. But, but anyway, so Silky has won, so she gets to decide which queen gets which baggage. So uh, I would say she did a pretty fair, you know, delivery of who should get what. Um, it kind of shaded Plastique because the only one that at least they showed us asking for a box was Plastique saying, please, please, I want Violet Chachki. And uh, Silky gives it to Scarlet, which I was like, okay, I don't really get why, but sure. Uh, and she goes, Scarlet, you get Violet Chachki. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> like, I, at the beginning, I thought she had, like, some sort of speech impediment or something. I was like, oh, no. But but throughout the episode, you see that, oh, no, she just literally doesn't remember any of the names, which I find is the funniest thing of Silky, you know? <laughs> she then just goes to Ariel Versace and goes like, oh, Aria can have Laganja. I like, Aria? <laughs> what? <laughs> But anyway, so everyone get their own boxes. Uh, yeah, the, as I say, they all were pretty well matched, I would say. But anyway, so they start unpacking the boxes and we can see what's inside it. And they were quite shady. The PA who put all of these like boxes 
uh, together were <laughs> were a bit shady. Like Banji got Valentina, and they gave her <laughs> the weird mask she wore when she got eliminated. It's like, oh my god, is that necessary? What the hell? <laughs> and then you see how Ariel opens the Laganja box, and she gets a book saying how to deal when you're feeling attacked. And I I was crying. It was it was good. It was well funny. But anyways, then they cut to Soju trying to make her dress and she says that she hasn't done a dress ever and if Drag Race has taught us anything throughout 11 seasons and 4 seasons of All-Stars is if you confess that you've never done something or if you say that you're the best at something, you're probably in the bottom. (laughs) There's no in-between, there's no middle grounds. If the editors have decided to put that in, it's because, bitch, you're going to be in the bottom for sure. But anyway, she just says that she's never made a dress and... Uh, but she's happy with Kim's because she doesn't have to do any padding or wear any shoes or do any cinching. And she's just going to be pretty much a blob on the stage. And Banji goes up to her and says, hey, girl, uh, just remember that last season I did the same and they sent me home because I didn't have a silhouette. So, you know, maybe you should do a silhouette. And so she's just like, no, no, I'm not doing it. I'm doing a Kim look, so I don't need it. Which, I don't know, I thought that was good for Vanji to say, and a bit stupid of Soju for not listening, especially say, taking that Vanji has done this already. But anyways, then we get into this segment of the episode where I I didn't really care for it. <laughs> it becomes like the Silky Ganache show. Like, it's just Silky doing all these skits and doing, like, twirls and the girls being annoying about Silky. Um, so I kind of fast-forwarded the second time I was looking at it. Uh, but then we have Miley's kid dressing up as a PA and, like, helping with the sound system. And then Silky discovers her and then they have like this moment where they're all like oh my god it's Miley Cyrus and I get what they were trying to do they were trying to do like Lady Gaga in season 9 when she walks in and everybody's like whoa what's going on it didn't have that effect for me I love Miley I think she's lovely I think she's funny Um, but I I don't know it felt a bit weird and staged and I don't know I, I personally was looking at Miley and I was like but you can tell it's Miley like right like you need to be blind to not tell it's Miley like, sure, maybe it's because we're watching it on TV and on set it's different, but it literally was Miley with three hair stuck to her face and a cap. Like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> but anyway, so Miley leaves, and then Silky has another segment of the show where she starts doing her thing, and other people say how annoying she is and how they don't care for her. Uh, but to be honest, I'm with Brooklyn in a sense. Uh, she knows she's in a TV show. Uh, and we kind of later on find out that she was doing all of this just in case she got eliminated. She knew that she would get like a side show or she was going to make the most out of it, which I guess for a lot of these queens, this is like a big opportunity to like get discovered and stuff. So... I think it's fine. I just think it was a bit too much, but I think it's the first episode, so those nerves of getting eliminated first were there. Uh, so that's why I found her a bit grating, but I think I think she'll get better, to be honest. Uh, but anyway, so we move into the main stage, and we have like these, like a love night doing the, the stage, and, like the lights and the sound. Uh, uh, it was quite funny seeing Derek Barry with these uh, like headphones connected to nothing and saying like, "Oh, it doesn't work." Was was gold. Pretty pretty good. I enjoyed that. Um, 
But yeah, then Ru walks in in like this weird blue sparkly gown that I I was living like I I loved it. And but the hair was a bit weird. It kind of reminded me of the like evil guy from Zoolander. It was giving me very weird vibes. Like it was like okay, I, sure work, you know. Uh, but yeah, we have on the judging panel obviously Michelle, uh, Ross, and Carson are back, and then you have Miley. So they start bringing down the girls through the runway and uh, just a quick run through. Plastic comes through. She was a gag. She was lovely. She looked stunning. Brooklyn comes down in this latex detox inspired costume. And at first I was like, surely she didn't sew that. Like, how can you sew latex? Like, you can't. Like, what? In that amount of time, made no sense to me. Uh, Yep, she looked incredible. Then you had Honey. It was okay as her Bendela Creme look. I don't know. Sure, safe. Ariel comes down with her like a Poison Ivy, Laganja Strange inspired look. Again, I was like, okay, I get the reference, but eh, I don't know. It didn't have that like umph or like wow factor for me. Uh, then we have Evie Otley. I really enjoyed this. I didn't necessarily read Alaska that much. Um, I think it was a cool look. But, mm, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really say it was that much inspired by Alaska, if I'm honest. But anyways, then we have Akiria Davenport walking down the runway with that stunning dress uh, with the chaps, and uh, it looks really good. Then she has this long mane with, like, six wigs. Like, oh, she looked like a pony, honestly. It was was incredible. But anyways, then we have Scarlet Envy walking in, and this look was okay. Again, I didn't really read much Violet Chachki, if I'm honest. Um, But I liked it. She does look good in red. I didn't care much for the hat, but, but she looked good. Then we have Soju, and oh my god, this looked hideous. It was just like a cloud of, like, cloth and, like, material wrapped around her with knots, and she looked like a... I don't know, it looked like a very weird, bad version of the Eureka dress she wore on the spectacular thing. She looked weird, and I didn't care for it. And she was wearing flats. Like, what the hell? If we've learned anything, is that if you wear flats, you're in the bottom automatically. Like, you get eliminated, for sure. But anyways, uh, next one in was Raja. Mm, Yeah, she was okay. I liked the look. Uh, I think the rainbow belt made it a bit tacky. Mm, I think, yeah, it was, like, a bit too much. She should have just left it. But, but yeah, I liked it. It was okay. It was safe. Then you have Mercedes Iman. Um, yeah, I didn't care for this. <laughs> I mean, it was a bodysuit with a cape. And that's it. With some okay-ish makeup. Uh, as I say, I don't really care for it, if I'm honest. Uh, but anyways... Next one was Sugar Cane with this really pretty black dress. Uh, I really enjoyed, I liked it, but she had sharp needles. Like, I don't know. I was expecting something else, if I'm honest. I didn't expect her to walk down in a pretty black dress. Um, so I guess that's why she was safe. Uh, but still very impressive for her only doing drag for a year. 
Then we have uh, Miss Vanji, and I loved it. This van- like a Valentina inspired look. Ah, I was I was living. It was really really good. I really enjoyed it. And then we get Silky. Yeah, it was okay. She had this peppermint look, but I don't know. I didn't think it fit properly. Um, and she did this bit with throwing peppermints at the judges and I was like okay sure but yeah I don't know it was okay then we have Nina West and oh my god this was hideous (laughs) it was really bad like the weird things on the dress was hideous the shoes were hideous the wig was weird and a bit flat I didn't care for it uh and she knew she fucked up so it's normal but anyways then we have Kahana Montrees, and I wrote, oh, no. <laughs> Literally just, oh, no. <laughs> it was this weird camel toe dress with half a side and then the half knot. The rhinestones weren't going all the way up because it was like uh, tights meant for a skirt. It was just weird. Like, it was very weird to watch. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it was a similar reaction to Soju, but I, I, I'm with Michelle on this one. I think Hannah's was worse, if I'm honest. But anyway, so deliberation is done, and then they decide that Brooklyn, Akiria, Soju, Vanessa, Plastique, Kahana, Nina, and Mercedes are the tops and bottoms. Basically, they tell Brooke and Plastique that they look stunning and that they look really great. They say the same to Akiria, but they say, oh, the Rue had this very weird thing with her, like, wigs. And they're like, you didn't have one wig. You had two wigs. You didn't have three wigs. You had five wigs. I was like, what is going on? Like, uh, is she on drugs? (laughs) It was very, very funny. Uh, I really enjoy Rue when she's silly and stupid. I, I love it. And she was funny. Anyways, then you have uh, Vanji, and they say the same. You've improved a lot. You look stunning. You look elongated. You look great. And then we get to the bottoms. Uh, basically, Soju, they tell her, like, we don't ha- see a silhouette. Uh, what is going on? We don't really like this. And then she gives this long story about her having tendonitis. And then how she got a cyst, and then how it popped, and it's oozing. And I was like, oh. I was having breakfast, and I wanted to vomit. Like, it was just so graphic and too much. And Carson was like, no, Carson, Ross was like, oh, I love that you're being weird and talking about this. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to hear this. Like, okay, I didn't find funny. I think it was genuinely just disgusting, if I'm honest. But anyways, um, they read Soju, and they're like, yeah, not that great. Then they read Mercedes, they tell her that it's a bit basic, Uh, Michelle comes for her makeup saying that it looks like she has a mask because she's highlighting way too harshly, so yeah, they say like, yeah, it's not, not the greatest, it's quite lackluster. And then we get to Nina, uh, Nina West, and oh, my heart, like, fell. Like, Nina was talking about how many times she applied for the show and how it meant to her a lot and that she knew her costume was shit, <laughs> that she tried to sell it as much as possible, but that she knew that she was screwed because she's not a great seamstress. Um, and it was very sad. It was very, very sad. Uh, but anyways, 
Then we get finally Kahanamon trees and she just gets red. Like they all come for her. They tell her like this makes no sense, which it didn't. They start talking about her drag mom as well. I don't know. Kahana was just saying like, oh, this is what I could do which with what I was given. And if I was her, I would have tried to make it more funny. I would have been like, oh, I got Katia's uh, box. So when I opened it and saw that I only got a pack of cigarettes, this is all I could come up with. Uh, half hooker, half ballerina look. I don't know. Something funny, you know. Worst case scenario, make it funny. And then you'll at least be safe. But anyways, it was a mess. Um, Brooklyn wins the challenge. Uh, deservedly, I would say. Uh, I was a bit sad that Plastic didn't win, but I will, I'm biased, obviously. I think Brooklyn did deserve the win in this one. But I'm happy with how they all scored. I think they it was a fair judgment on all of them. Uh, then we have the bottoms. Uh, I would say... Yeah, it was fairly judged as well. Soju and Kahan are in the bottom. Nina gets saved. I think maybe Nina got saved just by the way she sold herself, maybe. I don't know. I don't think she was the worst, but, but yeah, she got saved. And then we have the lip sync between Soju and Kahana. And oh boy, was this a lip sync. Uh, it was to Best of Both Worlds by Hannah Montana. Love that. Uh, so she didn't know the words. <laughs> she did not know the words. And I am done with us being in season 11 of Drag Race and people not knowing the words for the lip sync. Like, what, what, what's going on? Like, you know, you need, you need to be prepared. And this was just stupid. Um, she barely can move because of her cyst, I guess. I don't know. Uh, she tries to take off her glove during the song, and I was like, what is this? You know, like, what's going on? Is she having pedals? Is she pulling a Sasha Velour? No, just taking off a glove. Okay. And Kahana was okay. At least she knew the words, and she was being a bit, you know, energetic. Um, obviously, Kahana won the lip sync, but I could have sent them both home, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't care for this. <laughs> Anyways... Then we have Untucked, um, and they all pretty much talk about how something Bungie shouldn't be allowed to be back or should go back into an all-star season because she, you know, has done this already and she has now the money and stuff. I didn't care about this conversation, if I'm honest. Uh, then the other queens come back. They keep talking about that. Again, don't really care much about it. They speculate who's on the top, who's on the bottom. Kahana and Soju pretty much know they're going to be both in the bottom. So they start practicing. Miley then comes along and has her bit with them, saying, like, how much she loved all of them. I don't know. I preferred it when it was, like, when Lady Gaga was there and she gave her each queen like a pointer of like what she liked and what she didn't like this was more like oh we're all here we're gonna take a picture silky's gonna make a joke love that um yeah i don't know it was a bit like me i didn't really care for this in fact it was quite boring if i'm honest but anyway so then we find out that um the winner of the lip sync was kahanam I think it was a bit obvious that she was going to win. And Soju leaves, which, I don't know, sucks, because I think she would have done really well. 
I think her personality is great and I think her looks are really good. She's really improved since she was on the season, to be honest. I saw her in the interviews lately and she looks so good, like so, so good. The whole K-pop princess thing really works for her. Um, but anyways, I'm sure she'll do be, she'll be great. Like she'll do her shot with her soju show and she'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode of, oh honey, uh, very exciting time, uh, at work we've made a draw where we picked each of the queens, uh, I got plastic tiara, so I'm very excited, I'm rooting for my girl, House of Edwards come through with the first win, um, but yeah, I'm very, very excited, uh, hope the season keeps, like, being this way and brings great, great moments, and yeah, subscribe to the podcast, uh, wherever you're listening to, if it's iTunes, or SoundCloud, or Podbean, or whatever it is, leave it a like if you can, and comment, uh, and yeah, thanks for listening, bye! Oh, honey! Oh, y'all wanted a twist.